you, buddy. Thanks. Oh, so for those that are tuned in, we're doing the first ever, uh, I guess it's probably not first ever because I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure tons of people have done this, but a walking podcast tour. Are we, are we doing this? Uh, we are. We're doing, and actually, I've already started walking, so. Um, <laughs> indeed, indeed. Right now, there's nothing much to, to flights of stairs, but quite shortly, I will be uh, proceeding to, uh, to the, the highlight of, uh, of this walking tour. Um, so can, now we're down in the we, courtyard. Go ahead. Could we, could, we, um, could we preface this by saying that um, you are not in the United States anymore? That's correct. Not in the United States. How, uh, how, how have you escaped, Mr. Benjamin Wolkoff? How did you escape the treacherous United States of America? Well, you know, I retained uh, my Danish passport. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, I kind of just decided to get the hell out of Dodge because of the, the shit show that is the United States of America. Um, and I would say that I, you know, it, it was a good decision. Because I'm in like probably the chillest city on earth right now. And how how has the re, how has COVID been affecting Copenhagen? You know, when I arrived, uh, there had been a slight spike in the numbers, but we're talking pretty like de minimis numbers. So when I came, everyone was freaked out because they had had 500. Uh, cases in one day, which, you know, in a country of 6 million, you know, you do the math, it's, it's one per 12,000 people. So it's not really statistically significant. And, you know, unlike Miami, where you could basically walk into any bar restaurant that's reopened and have a fairly good chance at finding Corona, like you'd really have to do some searching here to, to get it. So it's fascinating because for those that are tuning in but can't see, like no one's wearing a mask. No, no one, no one wears a mask outside. Wow. And they've got some, and they got some fairly strange rules. That, you know, there's been a lot of controversy about whether they're actually tailored rationally. You. If you're in a restaurant or a bar, you have to wear a mask. But if I go into a convenience store, I don't have to wear one. What? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's quite bizarre. And so are all businesses like fully functioning? Mm, well, they're open. The only limitations they have, they have closed bars and restaurants down at 10 p.m. Oh, okay. And you cannot assemble more than 50 people at any given time. But, which are, are actually, for a, cult, for a culture like the Danish culture, those are not, you know, those are meaningful restrictions. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, it's a town is quite quiet, you know, comparatively speaking to the way it usually is. It's a kind of a... Um, a relatively energetic city with lots of music and creativity. And right now, you can tell they, you know, it's been brought down a notch, which is understandable. But relative to 
being back in the U.S., it's, you know, it's a bloody utopia. I mean, are, are people even doing any live shows? I think that's the biggest one, right? That we're saying how we miss concerts, but that's kind of far yeah. away. Yeah, and there are no concerts here. That's all. That's all pretty much been shut down just because, I mean, I did go online. There are some shows, but they're just like, I don't know, do I really want to go see, uh, you know, a 20 person show, like some crappy. I don't want to be, um, you know, like uh, Danish folk band. band. Probably not. Yeah. What are you talking about, dude? There's so many great metal bands from from Denmark. Yeah, but I think you know, a ten-person metal show is kind of oh my. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think that might be kind of cool. Like like a really hardcore metal show with 10 people in a, in, in like a concert venue, like talk about like, it could be like its own personal, like gym, like a workout. That's a good idea for all those like out of work metal bands. You can yes. hire them on an hour to come like, play while you're working out. I think that's actually a really good idea based on the fact that like, you know, like speed metal, is really good for cardio. Yeah. Ooh, but what would you call that workout? I know, I might have been thinking about it. You're talking, it's gonna come up soon with me. By the way, this is my favorite coffee shop here. So, oh. Speed metal kills, I don't know, something athletic, <laughs> the metaphorical. Oh, right, because it's speed, speedy, like a bike. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna suggest. Yeah, I think I'm gonna suggest this to the Peloton folks to do like a whole um, speed metal Peloton um, workout session. Yeah. You yeah, know, like, like yeah, Scandi death metal set. Um, speaking of, there's a lot of bikes and a lot of people walking and barely any cars. So I guess the, the, the uh, rumors are true that people in Europe really don't like cars. <laughs> well, we're, we're in the, we're in the, the Latin Quarter. Ooh, which Latin is all, Quarter. Yeah, it's all the Latin Quarter, which is sort of like the, the old quarter in, uh, what, there's, a, there's a comedy club that looks like it's open. Oh, cool. Yeah, nothing, not, nothing funnier than Danish stand-up. <laughs> what is what is considered Danish comedy? I really think should I should I go see Ufa Holm? Yeah, Victor he's Landon, great. Oh, or, he's or, awesome. Or Jakob Svensson. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen those guys on a on Comedy Central. Just kidding. I don't know who they are. I that was a joke. Uh, comedy North Central. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, do you, so are people super friendly over there? Do they like come up to you and be like, yeah, hello, like you are a cool man. Okay. I don't know if they don't, they totally don't talk like that. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was, that was, that was boring on a hate crime. Um, <laughs> no, they, they, they don't really, uh, they, you know, they, they, they sort of, you know, they're not that friendly. They're really nice, polite, but, but you, you definitely... To meet them, you have to kind of meet them through other people. It's a little bit like that way. 
Mm. Uh, but they'll be super nice if you box them as well. Too. Like they won't do really well. Do, do you think? Do you, I know this sounds like crazy, but you know, I, I get this a lot. Um, you know, a lot of friends who are born in America when they go back to Korea or, you know, they're, you know, obviously lived in the States for a long time and they go back to Korea and they were just saying how like native Koreans like immediately know that you're Korean American. Do you feel like that's something when you go back to like Denmark, like people think like, oh, this dude's like really, I could smell America <laughs> like wafting from his outfit or like, do you, can, do you think you could still blend in? Based on my exaggerated like, you know, attempt to look Scandi, I think based on my clothes, they're like, okay, that guy's probably Scandi, albeit trying too hard. Um, but I think what I've been told is that I have, my accent is quote unquote twangy. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. So they can tell that I live in America because apparently my Danish accent's got a little bit of a twang. Interesting. So what does that mean? Like you're kind of, so you're kind of like a redneck Dane? I'm I'm a redneck Yankee Dane, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They can tell I live, they can tell I live. There's two things, they can tell by my... Okay, three things. They can tell by my quote-unquote twang, whatever that means. Uh-huh. They can tell. They can tell because my vocabulary is not like tip-top, you know. Right, right. You don't know the yeah. slangs and stuff, yeah. And that leads to the third point, which is that I, apparently people laugh at some of the things I say because you know I grew up in Denmark, like in the eighties, seventies, and eighties. Uh-huh. And so a lot of a lot of like my expressions and mannerisms are like completely archaic <laughs> and antiquated. So, so you like, sound like an old man. Sometimes. Yeah, it would be like you know, it'd be like like saying "gosh darn" or um, you know, or uh, 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 fiddlesticks. You know, like just words that don't mean anything anymore. Wow. So you're definitely not, um, you can't blend in with the, uh, the cool kids. <laughs> well, you know, I've only been hanging out with my relatives and that's what I hear from them. So I haven't really yeah, found the cool kids. Yeah. They, they spot you from a mile away and you're like, oh yeah, that's like the weird American Dane guy with, with fiddle thing, sticks. With fiddle sticks, yeah. The other thing that I noticed is like age is very like, it's a more, you know, maybe it's just Miami, like no one's really acts their age and it doesn't really matter what age you are, you can like, do anything and act like an idiot. But here there's definitely like a stratification of like, you know, based on age. You know, I hang out with my, with my friends and like they talk as though they're at a certain phase in their life that's wholly defined by their age. Interesting. How so? Yeah. Like, they're just like, oh, let's not talk about youthful engagements and let's only talk about children and mortgage. Is that what, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, they'll say things about, like, you know, now that I'm, you know, older, or like, you know, they just kind of, they're, they just, they're definitely very defined by what society tells them is, like, their stage in life from a, like, you know, age perspective. 
Interesting. So what, so how long you've been there? You've been there for a week and a half. No, like a week, exactly. Oh, a week, exactly. Um, and you were saying earlier that you just feel like your mental health has improved by like 300%. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you hit rock bottom, there's no else to go. <laughs> I was not in great shape when I left. I'll say that. Um, but do you feel like it's it's still like it's still peaking, or are you kind of like settled in and you're like, oh, okay, I'm I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I I've just really been trying to be, and not kind of judge my days, and you know, like there's. There's been some temptation to like, you know, I've got like this list of all these things I must do while I'm here. Mm. Um, and I can't say that I have, you know, done many of those things. And I think that's the whole point. The whole point is to just chill out. Um, kind of, you know, temper the parasympathetic nervous system. Um, so in that regard, I think it's, it's, been, it's been good. Um, the first week I was here, I was like, I, I, got, I came through uh, passport control, and they looked at me, they opened my passport, and they just, they said, welcome home, and I Aww. swear to God, Esther, I literally started crying on the spot, Aww. it was like, it was such a release, right, it was just like this, it was, it was cathartic. Um, wow. Yeah. Two more weeks of this, though, I think I'll be bored as fuck and ready to come home. <laughs> Wait, but seriously, though, do you feel like you're at home, though? I think that I'm, you know, yeah, I think that there is the whole thing I said about being a spiritual home. I, when I say that, I kind of mean it in the sense that it's just when you're speaking your mother tongue and you're around people that feel familiar to you, whether it's because, you know, you're your parents are like that, you know, we kind of write Danish in a sense. Mm. And it gives you a sense of comfort. Like, I kind of, kind of know what everyone's motivation is here. It's, mm. you know, in, in the States, I never really felt like I truly understood people because I'm not so sure that, you know, people necessarily understand themselves that well. Yeah. Mm. The culture mm. really lends itself to having some kind of like, I don't know, core, you know, core um, characteristics. That's probably unfair to say that. But I guess it's another way of saying that I never really understood what they were, and I never connected to them. Mm. It's interesting. So um, we're still walking. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of taking you to the money shop, like the beautiful oh. place that is on postcards. Here we go, folks. For those that um, can only visually uh, imagine where we are, it pretty much looks like every European cobblestone city. <laughs> someone, someone said it best. It's like, hey, if you've been to one European city, you've been to them all. <laughs> yeah, slightly offensive, but not altogether inaccurate. Um, but. Yes, it is quite 
is this is this kind of the turn when it gets a little gloomy, Ben? Like the weather? This podcast? No, man. I'm talking about the actual physical weather. It's a little gray. Oh. Yeah, it's a little gray. Well, you know, remember it's it's almost five. It's five thirty. Oh, true, true. Yeah. So this is uh, this is like the big. It's like the Harrods of Copenhagen. Oh. Well, it's called Magasin. And then a uh, bunch of old buildings. Do a great job explaining everything. So what's going on stateside, man, besides that train wreck of a debate? Oh, my God. Did, okay, so also speaking of, what, what do the folks in Denmark think about United States of America? Are they just, like, laughing hysterically at the shit show that is once the greatest nation on Earth? No. Here's the thing about Europe. Maybe this applies beyond just Europe. This is not one about Europe. I'll just speak to that. Like, Europe needs the U.S. in a way. Like, the U.S. is such an important part of, you know, the Western identity, even in Europe. But I think that there's still always a concern. Like, there's a little bit of a distance that they can kind of take, um, and they can laugh. And I think everyone, you know, no one here is like, likes Trump, but they find him entertaining because you kind of can because you have that distance you're not actually you're not as vested in like the nuances of what he's doing for our like civil society and our body politique um but i do think there's recognition that he's just a lunatic and that he's not good for our country but then i also think that people realize that our country is also very complicated and he's not he didn't create this situation. Like these are things that were there that he's just kind of, you know, he's very much a reflection on certain aspects of American culture. But the idea that America is over and, and it's like the, the, the downfall of the, uh, the empire doesn't really exude over there. They just feel like, oh, it's kind of a phase, but America is still America. No, I, I think there's, there's a palpable sense that that there is something happening at a larger level in terms of like, you know, Pax Americana, right? As we knew it, mm -hmm. that, that is, that it, you know, that we're in a transitionary phase where it's not clear. I think to most things that like the age of the, of the dominance is over, but, but there's a sense that there's an inflection point that, you know, China, uh, China's now entering the fray and, you know, especially, you, did you hear about China's, like, zero carbon emissions pledge? Yeah. Um, yeah, they're trying to be like the leader in all these, like, you know, movements, yeah. Super fucking savvy, right? And it's like, wow, China's now stepping in and, and filling the leadership vacuum, right? Yeah. Um, whether or not China does it, saying it is a savvy, you know, macro political move. So, so, yeah, there's a fear of that, right? There's a fear of China everywhere even in europe you think so yeah really and why so by the way and you're about to get your first kind of cool view oh cool yes this is the postcard view oh so pretty 
Yeah, it's the new harbor. Very nice. Yeah. Is go. this where um, folks do the, the, the boats, right? Yeah, the boat goes right there. Okay, um, uh, more importantly, uh, Ben, where the fuck is Noma? <laughs> Oh, bro, I'm not, I'm not walking out to Noma. That'll take me an hour and a half. Um, okay, well, the next one, the next podcast, you should just, we should do it at Noma. And uh, you could just talk about the food. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think we're having enough struggles with listenership. <laughs> Actually, no, probably um, the listen podcast the most just because it's noma and you know come on man who doesn't want people to like you know just listen about how delicious the food is okay actually that's not yeah actually that's not a good thing people probably think that's boring um i noticed is that like while people are happy for me i'm like in a place that's like kind of uh utopian yeah there's like a limit to people's happiness for me. <laughs> and a little bit of that, like I'm trying, you know, trying not to like show how how chill and nice it is here because everyone's just really unhappy about where they are right now. So I definitely try to like play tone down. down the happiness. Yeah, tone down the happiness. Like, yeah, you know, well, it's, you know, there's still restrictions here. It's not that great. Like, that's like so stupid, dude. You should totally flaunt your happiness. If anything that you should flaunt is that how happy you are. Yeah. That was like when I said I got the antibody, I fucking flaunted that shit hard. Yeah, and I was kind of hitting on it. That's exactly my point. Check this out. What is that? Just like an old boat. Oh, cool. Um, wait, so going back, so wait, you're saying Europeans are like deathly scared of China? No, but I think there's, there's a recognition that they're like, you know, major player in that we're kind of falling asleep in the wheel. With what, by the way, what is, what, what is the diversity quota over there? Is there like a Chinatown in Copenhagen or is there like a pocket where it's like, certain ethnic groups are like, you know, or is it just pretty white? No, there, there's, there's definitely, uh, you know, a few non, you know, Nordic people. No, they're, they're, it's definitely more diverse than when I was growing up. Um, Got it. What's interesting is that, you know, the few times I've been over the last few years, it's been where there have been tons of tourists. So, right. Right now, it's kind of like as Danish as it's been since I've been an adult because there's no really no tourists here. Right, kind and of restrictions. Exactly. So you're really just seeing Danes on the street mostly, um, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, but you see you see a fair number of Asians actually. Um, Chinese, yeah. they're infiltrating. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> They're taking over everybody. The Chinese virus just taking over. Yeah, Hong Kong flu. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, 
That's so funny. Yeah, so the, the shit show here in the States is there, there was a debate that happened on, I believe, on Tuesday. And um, it was the most embarrassing <laughs> spectacle. Like, it's just so embarrassing. God, it's so embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? Huh? It's like, you know, it's like, you know when sometimes you take your friends out, they get too drunk, and they just act like total a-holes? N- no, that's what Dane, I think that's what Danes felt like. They're like, oh, God. Oh, no. America it's, again. It's so beyond that. I think it's just literally watching those two guys just over, to, like, talking over themselves. Like, it was, it was honestly, it was heartbreaking. I'll be honest. Is that what you felt? Heartbreak? Yes. I felt really sad. Like really sad. It was embarrassed. It was embarrassing and sad because this is a country that my fucking parents left everything for. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so sad to think that that whole, that whole vision of what this country is, is now projected like it's a reality TV show and we're, it's just like a farce. And anyone that even remotely plays into that game is like, you're a fucking joke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I looked at it as like an audience member. I was not engaged any way, shape or form, whether it was like what they were saying, their politics, their policies. Like, I was literally just watching it like it was a fucking car accident. Like, it was just I, yeah. disaster. I was tempted to get up at like four in the morning to watch it. Or two. Oh, no. I'm so glad I didn't. Uh, it was just sad, so dude. It was just sad. And then it just also made me even sadder. Like, you know how you were, we were saying how this whole past, like, six months, there's just, like, waves of emotions, you know, like, yeah. fear and misery, also joy and happiness. Like, now I think I'm just sad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to be sad. You know, but, like, sad in a more holistic way of just, like, it's just, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, when your parent, when someone goes into hospice. <laughs> You feel like America's in hospice? Totally. Like, you know, they're like stage four cancer and America's like, mm, it's not going to work. None of the chemo, none of it. It's like, we're going to put America in a hospice. And you're just like, all right, well, I'm just going to make the best of it. And, you know. Hospice seems extreme. I would like palliative care. Yeah, I could buy that. I don't know, man. The more and more I think about it, I have a running, I have a running um, cash bet, but more money putting into the Trump pool. Seriously, I, I think I, I actually think that um, I think he inflicted a huge wound on his, on his uh, re-election uh, prospects. That's the yeah. sense that, that everyone over here is getting, like, uh, you know, because like. Yeah, to inflict a wound. You know, he, the whole purpose of this debate was to show that Biden wasn't up for it. And Biden came out, you know, he just had to, like, batter the expectations. The expectation was that he would just be this, like, geriatric, uh, 
uh, mute, basically, right? Stumbling it in. Yeah. And he wasn't, you know, he was, it wasn't very compelling, but that wasn't like the bar he had to meet. And, and I think the whole, um, you know, I think the whole Proud Boys thing, yeah. I do actually yeah. think that registered. I, I, I actually think that even horrified people that otherwise are pretty like, you know, hardcore Trump fans think that, you know, Mm. Um, so yeah, what, what, uh, oh yes, listen, we're gonna have a really good guest next week. Oh yes, that week's exciting. Hey Ben, I could, uh, you're going in and out by the way. Just so. How about now? How about now? Okay, better? better. Better, better. Damn AirPods. Damn AirPods. Well, at least you got good uh, signal. Yeah, man. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good there. So that's what's going on. Everything good with you? Should we just make this a short one today? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, um, I think it was just a good catch up. We could kind of kick it off with the um, Ben Escapes America <laughs> episode. Wait, is this a special? Like, is this just like a side special, like a throwaway special? Well, we've done a throwaway special before about um, your aura ring. Oh my God, are you wearing your aura ring? No, I haven't charged it because I don't have <sighs> an adapter. Wow! There it goes, guys. Uh, there you have it. Just, just, to just drop him. And then he leaves America and fucks like he just like fuck it or a ring over it. Yeah, it's so American. Who cares? <laughs> um. Also, the NBA, um, the finals. People realized that there was a thing called the basketball, and only. Two days ago, are people really excited about the heat? So there you have it, folks. Yeah, Miami's like the most front-running uh, uh, bandwagon jumping, you know, uh, set of fans I know. So funny because they're like, "Wait, people are playing basketball!" And then, they're like, all of a sudden, everyone's feed is about like, "Go Heat!" <laughs> yeah, you know what I say to that? Fiddlesticks. Fiddlesticks. Um, so that's pretty much the current topic here in the States is that we have a disaster of a presidential debate. The Lakers won game one of the NBA finals, which I feel like 90% of people want the Lakers to win this year because of a tribute to Kobe Bryant. Let's be real. Um, and Florida is pretty much back to normal. I'm sure Governor Wait, DeSantis. Is Kobe that guy that died earlier this year? Yeah. Could you imagine so that happened this year? I can't even remember. Year. I can't even remember. Like, that was going to be, like, the worst thing that happened this year. I happened. know. Yeah, that was the biggest shock of 2020. Just kidding. Um, and then, yeah, it was pretty funny because – 
like right when DeSantis is like, all right, Florida, we're open 100% capacity. Then we get the heat wins, heads to the playoffs. And you know, every fucking sports bar <laughs> in Dade County is like, oh, let's go. Bro. Let's oh. go, COVID, let's go. So you already know. You already know what's about to happen. Darwin is Darwin is laughing his ass off right now in the grave. God, it's so, it's pretty awesome. Just kidding. Yeah, so that's pretty much where we're at now. It's like herd immunity, folks. Herd immunity. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Lots to look forward to. Um, well, Ben, stay uh, warm in your weirdly uh, European scarf. Thank you. Yeah, I, I definitely went Euro on, this, on, the, on the attire today just to yeah. you know, contribute to our podcast. Yeah, I'll make sure to send some screenshots and post it on our Instagram feed so folks know how Euro you're looking right now. Can I, can I give my Euro look? Your Zoolander look? Yes, very, very Euro. Yeah. You scream Euro right now. Well, yeah, my crease. Yes. Forehead. The, 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 I have no idea Which what I, you're saying. No, you have to have disdain for Americans. That's the look. That's not, that's not really a dangerous thing, though. That's, that's, you're thinking French. Or German. Or, or German? yeah, German. Yeah, things, things like Americans. Yeah, things like Americans. Things like everyone, let's be real. They're really, like, yeah. passive. They're like, yeah, I, I love everybody, except Chinese. <laughs> it's like that Ricky Gervais uh, quote, right? He has this thing, he goes, listen, you know, wherever you go, people are all the same, except the Chinese. <laughs> and with that. And right. with that racist, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and with that, we end our, uh, our season three kickoff. But yes, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be back on regular schedule, hopefully, where Ben starts mounting really awesome European guests. Go well, get them, buddy. What, what you, what you, I'm not saying you got to kidnap them or anything. Just Never saying, mind. like uh, some some of our listener will will get that that joke. Um, oh, I have no idea. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Listen. Take care of yourself, kiddo. All right. Stay Euro. Awesome. Awesome <laughs> to see you all, all day, every day. Okay. Bye bye.